I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren, and this is Whispers in the Basement. <laughs> that went on forever. Yeah, that really did. Wow. That was so dramatic. It was. I was trying to be dramatic. It's like you were trying to do a uh, organ with your voice. You know, the dun 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 dun. Oh, Whispers in the Basement. <laughs> people are probably like you're dumb we are it's fine though it happens we make each other laugh and that's all that matters sex uh today's um episode is fueled by monster again monster again yeah you know if they had the witch's brew alani knew then i feel like or year round i feel like every episode would be sponsored by that so not really sponsored but fueled right Oh, yeah. So, you can still order it on Amazon. Really? Yeah. I mean, Lord knows how long it's been sitting in somebody's back porch. <laughs> like, maybe it's from last year's batch. Who the hell knows? Um, but did you also see the Red Bull uh, holiday flavor? It's cinnamon pear. That sounds terrible to me in an energy drink form. I tried it. Was it fuzzy or, like, bu- bubbly or flat? It was bubbly, but it wasn't that great. So I was, I was, I'm a, if I'm going to drink Red Bull, I want watermelon. That's my favorite Red Bull. I don't know if I like any Red Bulls, honestly. The watermelon one? Give it a shot. Okay. It's I, the shiznit.com. I think that I liked the apple fig one that they did last year. I don't know if they did that this year. I have not seen an apple fig. I would try that one. It's in a blue can. It was pretty good. Actually, I feel like I did uh, a monster, or not a monster, <laughs> Red Bull pineapple one, and that one wasn't bad either. Okay. But the watermelon is my jam. It's it's definitely bubbly. a summer. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a summer one. Mm. Yeah, I do like watermelon flavored things. Yeah, it's better than the the monster watermelon, in my opinion. I don't know if I've ever had the my opinion shit watermelon. though. So <laughs> your opinion is not shit. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is sometimes, but you know it's fine. I guess it depends I don't care. on what I want your opinion I don't give to be. A shit. <laughs> Um, so I have a question for you today as we're going into the 2024 year. Um, would you rather die by a submarine implosion underwater or by drinking one of the Panera death teas? Okay, so first off, you know how death defyingly terrified of like deep waters I am. There's no way you could even get me on a submarine. I'd have to have like. Somebody would have had to have gave me a tranquilizer. Right. And I'd have to be (laughs) dragged on there. So uh, definitely not the submarine thing. I don't know what the Panera tea is, but I would probably do that. So there are these Panera energy teas that people are drinking mass amounts of and people are having heart attacks and dying from them. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I think that Panera's pulled them. Oh, I I have not seen this at all. (laughs) So... It yeah. would be the Panera drink for me. That's what I would do. <laughs> By a heart attack. Yeah. I don't know, because, you know, the uh, submarine, it was a pretty instant No. Death. No, man. I don't... No. <laughs> I don't like deep, dark water. It right. creeps me out. Anything yeah. associated with it? No. <laughs> like, the other day when Peyton was talking about her cruise, and she was talking about that little bitty oh, yeah. hole mm-hmm. that was, like, so many floors. Fuck no. Yeah. No. I've you could not up, pay me enough money. I've gotten on the, uh, is it the North Sea TikTok where it's like super rough Chop- waters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those big boats. So whenever we were in Salem, we took a, uh, hmm, 
what is that called? It's like a boat that, like a water taxi. but A ferry? A, yes. Yep. <laughs> a that ferry. One, that, that word was not coming to my head. <laughs> um, we took a ferry from, I think, Boston to Salem. And it was really rough water. And it was, you know, whenever you're going, like, down a hill and your stomach drops out, oh, yeah. it was like that every three seconds. And my mom is terrified of open water like you are. And so I feel, she, I feel, yeah. and this was my idea to do this just because I was like, oh, let's just do it. We don't really get the opportunity to take ferries very often. Right, right. It's and, about the experience. And Della was like, fuck this experience. Uh, yeah, she was all for it until, you know, we got on and they were like, oh, it's going to be a bumpy ride, you guys. And it was just bump, bump, up and down. And my mom was just like, I hate you for this. I would have also gotten sick. There were a couple times where I was just not feeling the best. I would have gotten super nauseous and probably upchucked everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Not my jam. We were just nervously laughing the whole time. Not my jam. I think I've talked about this before, but there's like some swimming pool in... Dubai that's like in the middle just watching people or like little bitty boats (laughs) and then they like you underneath them you can see this giant ass whale it makes my butthole pucker (laughs) like in that's how fearful I am inside like right no way (laughs) so you would not do cave diving or anything like that I'm also claustrophobic so no (laughs) I'm so claustrophobic you're you're gonna laugh at this I'm so claustrophobic that if somebody puts a pillow like I remember me and Josh (laughs) used to wrestle and his first instinct was I'm gonna put a pillow over this chick's head and he would do that and I instantly am like freaking out thinking I'm gonna die because I can't, I can't, I don't have open air. So note to self, if anybody wants to kill Ashley, that's a good way to debilitate her. Yeah, <laughs> I will freeze up and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nope, I don't, I don't like caves either. Right, no, caves kind of freak me out too. I was actually listening to a podcast that talked about the, I think it's called the Nutty Putty Cave. I've never heard of that. <sighs> this guy died in there and just the, like the whole situation around it gave me such anxiety was the, it the guy that was time. like upside down stuck in it they still to this day have not gotten him out that's no, what i mean that's awful that's what i mean and there was that one movie what was it called where the girls went into the cave oh, the descent yeah iconic such it's, a good movie <laughs> i'm sure there are crazy ass people that live underneath the earth's crust like that and i don't want to meet translucent them skin and nope, i'm good skin. right here in the open sunlight doing yeah. my thing i don't need to go down there <laughs> getting that fresh air on my yeah, face open air yeah. open air yeah no way <laughs> no way jose still some cave air nope also afraid of heights so i'm really a good time yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just like to keep firmly planted on the ground <laughs> Uh, living your best life exploring all of the adventures it makes me think of that spongebob episode where um patrick's trying to get uh he's trying to have squidward hold something and he says firmly grasp it in your hand and squidward doesn't take it and he gets really mad and he says firmly grasp it in your hand and he like i like to be firmly planted on the ground that's what it makes me think of. <laughs> yeah. So that's no, me. I don't blame you. I was gonna, I have, I mean, I guess I do have a question. It's before the new year, but do you have a new year's resolution? Oh, snap. I do. Well, not really a resolution, but a mantra. I sent it to you. The oh yeah. You did send it to me. And did I? Oh, okay. 
Um, so I actually stole this from a, what did, it was a question on, I think, Ask Reddit, and it was somebody saying, what's some of the best advice that your therapist has ever given to you that has just kind of, like, knocked the wind out of you? Been like a light bulb moment. And somebody said, um, that their therapist said, claim the right to your space in this world. My self-esteem and self-worth was non-existent. I didn't believe I deserved the oxygen that I was breathing. He was saying that being a person, being born, gives you the right to exist. You don't have to earn it. You're here. Claim your space. Which is so true. And I feel like we always find ourselves feeling like that. Where you see somebody that's doing something. I feel like even with this podcast, you know, you see other podcasts that are way bigger and you're like, okay, yeah, but there's already enough podcasts that are doing the same thing-ish that we're doing. Why, like, who needs another podcast yet? We're doing it, and we're our own selves, and we're individuals. It's not like we're copying anybody else, so we deserve to take this space up. You minimize yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You tear your dreams down, and you tear yourself down before you've even started. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What about you? Um, that's a really good mantra. Mine is not, I don't have a mantra. I just have uh, a resolution of, I would like to be more hydrated <laughs> and moisturized. So, oh, moisturized is a big fact. Yeah, yeah. I'm really going to try to make a solid effort in wearing lotion every single day. Yes. I'm getting old and I don't <laughs> want crepey skin. Is that what prevents it? I don't know. I just Maybe. assumed it was like age. Probably. But stay hydrated and moisturized. Absolutely. My friends. Maybe you drink some collagen every day. Yeah, that's my goal. So Seth went and got um, these greens from GNC. They're the ghost greens, but they're flavored. And (laughs) he he took them yesterday and I was like, oh, that reminds me. I have greens that I bought from Kimber and then the Fifty Shades of Green greens that I still have. So I've tried to take them the last two mornings and I'm like chugging them this morning. I got maybe three fourths of the way and I had that like, you know, that visceral like gag reflex. And I was like, I can do it. It's just a little bit of pond water, just a little bit more. So I just like flubbed my nose and chugged it. It's really what it is, is pond water. But you know, I'm just thinking of stoking my cells. (laughs) My cells are so stoked. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when we first bought that and I messaged you, I was like, my cells don't feel stoked at all right now. No. Or that mud water. Okay. So the mud water, like I I just was wished I love it. It got to a point where I drank it enough that I was like, this isn't bad. Right. But is it just because you have uh, desensitized yourself to it? I mean, I think that it happens with your taste buds because if you drink it's like going from coffee with creamer just to black coffee. Yeah. Like, it's a really hard change at first because it's different. Yeah. It's not as sweet. And I think that's why I struggled. But it started out like, damn it, I've spent money on this. I'm fucking getting my money's worth out of it. And yeah. so I started drinking it. And then by the end of it, I was like, this isn't, it's not half bad. Right. You just have to re-cleanse your palate <laughs> to love it, I guess. I don't know. sophistication with those greens that's what i told seth i was like you're getting all those nutrients and your body's just gonna love you in a couple of weeks if you just stay consistent with it i have some greens but they came in like they come in little packets and they're not they don't taste like the spirulina no which i know is so good for you and the heavy metal detox and everything but it's just like if i were to drink out of a fish tank legit yeah yep 
A hundred percent. Yeah. That lagoon on the other side of town. <laughs> that mm-hmm. constantly stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Moberly folklore. The city says that it's not an active one, but it still stinks every day. You drive by it, and then some days you can smell it within like a couple I got some like 411 on that radius. for you after we wrap the episode. What'd you say? I said I got some 411 on that for you after we wrap the episode. Ooh, the hot tea. Tea tea. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the FLDS cult. This cult has been something that has just been so fascinating to me since I've been like in high school. Have you ever heard of the FLDS cult? I have. Is this the same as under the banner of God? I think that it might be kind of loosely based on it. Okay. So I feel like you have so many of Is those... FLDS Mormon? I'll get into that. Okay. But well, they're a like... a division of or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are so many of those because you have like FLDS. LDS. The Is Origin. LDS? I think so. Yeah. Well, LDS and FLDS are two different. Yeah. They're just different... Yeah, I'm not going to claim Centers. to be educated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to get into all of that. Educate me. Yes, okay. So, the Fundamentalist, wow, that word did not happen, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a sect that sprouted off from the mainstream Mormon church. It's gained its notoriety for its controversial practices, including polygamy and child marriage. This group has faced legal challenges with its leader, Warren Jeffs. Being convicted of charges related to sexual assault and abuse. The FLDS has been widely criticized for its authoritarian structure and the exploitation of its members, particularly women and children. Basically, if you have a uterus, you're screwed in this. Yeah. Which happens in a lot of... A lot of religions. Absolutely. I was actually thinking about that as I was getting dressed this morning. Why? I don't know why. It just crossed my mind. I thought, you know... For the longest time, women were treated, and still sometimes to this day, like a whole. We're just a whole. And we have no mind, and we have no, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, but we gave, we give life. Yeah. I mean, we really are. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, men produce the sperm, but we're the ones that grow and nurture a whole 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 ass ass, body. Yeah. Yeah. With fingernails and hair. Mm Mm-hmm. And eyeballs and eyelashes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Nope. You're okay. Keep going. FLDS is a part of the Latter-day Saint movement started by Joseph Smith in 1830. Joseph Smith is known as the first prophet of the more well-known Mormon-slash-LDS church. All Latter-day Saint movements can trace their history back to this man. The FLDS are not considered Mormon. Did you know that people who are members of the LDS church do not like to be called Mormon? Oh, so. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) A common misconception is that the name Mormon is only given to those of the FLD or of the LDS Church. This, however, is incorrect. The name Mormon is a commonly used nickname directed towards those who followed Brigham Young. You know, from Brigham Young University, it's like a huge uh, yep. school in Salt Lake City, I think. Mm-hmm. Which they have their own like wild stories on TikTok. Um, I was gonna say, do you know much about? Mr. Smith. Uh, so actually, and how he like came to he's be a terrible person. It, supposedly, he was seeing or he saw a prophet. Yes, that told him to create this is this is an, a religion, mm-hmm. and then he followed a light, loosely light, mm-hmm. that led him to Salt Lake City. And there's a lot of like, 
alien talk behind that, like, did an extraterrestrial tell Yes, did an extraterrestrial tell him to move there? Did he follow a UFO? Kind of that. Right. That whole, like, that rabbit hole. Um, so those followed Brigham Young and a handful of people who claimed to be next in line for the profit after Joseph Smith's death. This means that any Latter-day Saint movement can trace their apocalyptical. I almost said apocalyptic. Lineage back to Joseph Smith via Brigham Young are classed as being Mormon. But so there are some churches that are like the Latter-day Saint churches that they're, I don't know if it's pastor or preacher, whoever the head honcho is of the church, they basically determine what you are to be referred as. So like Mormon is like a slang term for that religion, apparently. How confusing. It's very confusing. Religion is confusing. Yeah. Well, especially whenever you get down into these that are like, sectors based off of or like sprung off of other well because it started out as one Mm -hmm. and then you had a group of people that were like oh i don't uh, let's add this let's add this to our religion and then there was a whole nother group that was like no that's not right we're not doing that and they split yeah that's why here you've got so many churches yeah in this town their different values so many churches it's because this group got mad at this group and Mm -hmm. they split and then they started a whole nother church so it's basically the same thing except for maybe these couple of different things that's it humans got involved and we always mess it up man yeah (laughs) The FLD cult traces its origins to the mid-20th century when some of the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints disagreed with the church's decision to nix the practice of polygamy in the late 19th century. Those who objected, often referred to as fundamentalist or fundies, believed in maintaining the original teachings, including plural marriage. The group that eventually became the FLDS formally organized in the 1930s under the leaders like John Y. Barlow and Joseph W. Musser. Over time, leadership passed to others, including Rulon Jeffs and later his son Warren Jeffs. The FLDS community established itself in various locations, notably on the Arizona-Utah border where they built isolated compounds to practice their beliefs. The FLDS has been marked by a strict hierarchy with a single leader who considerably or who holds considerable authority over the followers. The FLDS is the largest fundamentalist group of the Latter-day Saint movement. To be classed as a fundamentalist group, the group has to actively be and practice one of the fundamentals fundamental aspects of Mormonism as taught by the first two prophets, Brigham Young and Joseph Smith. The FLDS still believe and practice in a number of these fundamental aspects, such as plural marriage and something that is called the United Order, which there is a branch that is um, a part of the Latter-day Saints called the Order that is in, like, another large, um, like, polygamy practicing group. I just want to, like, beat my head on this microphone. Like, why are there so many? I wish I understood. I need, like, a flow chart. It's a, it's really confusing. And the more that I was in um, looking up all of this, there are just so many other cults that practice polygamy. But, like, it's not a consensual polygamy. It's 
Like, you you know, you get born into it and then... You're forced? Yeah. What? Yes. Well, I guess that's the way FLDS is, too, so... Yes. Um... In 1984, after the death of the third prophet, Leroy S. Johnson, a small group of FLDS members broke away from their church and became known as the Centennial Park Group, who took up residence in Centennial Park, Arizona. They call themselves The Work, and they broke away from the FLDS over their doctrine of the one-man rule, that only one man on earth may hold all of the priesthood keys and power of God. So they did not like the fact that Warren Jeffs was the number one prophet that's alive at this time. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted more men to be of power. So they broke off and they've created their own, like, commune area. Basically, it's like a town that they kind of rule. Can we do the same thing but make it women? (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Uh, their current prophet, or, yeah, the current prophet of FLDS is Warren Jeffs. And he was placed on the top... Uh, 10 most wanted on the FBI list after he fled his charges relating to child marriage. He is currently serving a life sentence plus 20 years in prison for charges relating to bigamy and child marriage. So Warren Jeffs, um, he was honestly a sick man. He, well, and his dad. So, I mean, it's very much a uh, learned behavior, I guess. So his dad was maybe like, possibly, and his dad was marrying like 12 year olds. Yeah. See, I I mean, I do want to, I'm going to tread lightly. I do want to think that it is partly learned traits. Right. But I also think that internally, you know right from wrong. Oh, absolutely. To a degree. Like, I also think that. So now you're just making an excuse. Yes. Yeah. Due to the church's beliefs regarding plural marriage and the requirements required to enter the top kingdom of glory in heaven, where God himself self lives, the prophet Warren Jeffs has 84 wives. Most of these wives are not of age. This is not a consensual practice. For Warren, the goal was to have as many wives and children as possible, even if that meant marrying literal children. So these aren't legal, though, right? They're not... I mean, they're, if, so, if they ran away, they could get married to somebody else. Okay, so... Because legally, you can't really marry that many people. Like, so in this religion, they hold the um, spiritual marriage mm-hmm. at a higher level than a legal legal marriage. Yeah, but like if somebody left the compound... Yeah, they could technically go get legally married, okay, but spiritually... There's all of these rules that you have to um, get divorced by the church or else, like, God will not accept it. I mean, mean, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Since the arrest of the prophet in 2009, a new doctrine was formed. This is the practice that states that only men who are able to father children are a group of 15 men or seed bearers, as they are known as. A seed bearer man is a man who comes from a worthy bloodline chosen by their leaders. So they've kind of eliminated the Warren just being the one that is the father to all of these children, and now they've kind of picked a hierarchy of, like, men that are going to be the ones that carry on their seed. (laughs) 
I mean, when you're born into that religion, I'm sure that you're that's normal to you. But from from somebody on the outside like myself, oh, I'd be goddamned if you think that. Yeah. Uh huh. No. Yeah. So I mean, this. I guess it's all another thing to point out is that they don't have technology how we have technology. Yeah. yeah. So they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Due to their practice of plural marriage, a big problem for them has arisen in the past couple of decades where the ratio between the FLDS men and women has remained the same. As the men must marry multiple women to make it into heaven, there are not enough women to fulfill this idea. This issue has led to a large number of young boys and men being abandoned for breaking rules. Once they have been removed from the church and its communities... They are no longer allowed to maintain contact with any friends or family members within the church. I feel like I knew that. Yeah. It's just sad. The ratio of men to women intermarriage is a common practice among the FLDS members, often marrying their first or second cousins. This has had a dramatic effect on many of the members' lives, and as such, their communities are ramped with a condition known as a uh, fomaracy deficiency. These conditions cause severe mental issues and other problems that affect the nervous system. Outside of the FLDS ranches, this is a very rare condition. There's only 13 cases worldwide up to 1990. After 1990, 20 cases were discovered within one of the FLDS communities based in Arizona. So, that's awful. Mm-hmm. In 2015, the membership of FLDS was estimated to be around 10,000 people, with between 5 and 1,000 members leaving between 2013 and 2015. So, I think with the rise of technology and people being able to say, hey, like, there's so much better out there, I think that's helping their numbers dwindle down. And with Warren Jeffs being gone. But, yeah. Because, you know, you have all that whole structure being redone and everything that you've ever learned is completely different now. Turned upside down. Yeah. The majority of FLDS members live in um, a handful of ranches in America, Short Creek in Arizona, Hilldale and Colorado in Utah, and El Dorado, Texas. There's also a large colony in Bountiful in British Columbia, Canada. Interesting. Women within the church are often notifiable by their pastel-covered clothing, that fully covers their legs, arms, body, and shoulders. They, the idea is to remove any personal traits and to mimic the FLDS's idea of what a perfect woman should look like. The different pastel dresses... This is where I went wrong, obviously. <laughs> yep. Show which women are married to which husband. The color red and black are forbidden, forbidden to be worn amongst the members. The reasoning behind this is that when Jesus returns, he will be the one to wear red, and black is to (laughs) be to believe the color of Satan. So, I mean, I wear black basically every single day of my life. Well, fuck us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Female members also, well, I guess all members have to wear the holy garments that were basically a white bodysuit. The females' bodysuits have a slit in the... How convenient. Thanks for that, guys. <laughs> 24 hour. Thank access. you for, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so considerate. Honestly. 
Um, and those garments also have to be worn during intimacy. So. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> the current and future leadership <laughs> of the FLDS is currently unknown. The next in succession to Warren Jeffs was a man called Lyle Jeffs, who was Warren's brother. However, it had been reported that in 2012, Warren removed Lyle from the office. The church has two leadership roles, the president and the prophet. The president is not required to be the prophet, although traditionally this is normally the case. On December 4th, 2010, after his arrest, Warren Jeffs officially resigned as, a president, as the president of the FLDS church. His status as the prophet is currently unknown. From what I've heard and read, Warren Jeff still uh, makes the decisions and from handles all that mm-hmm. from prison. He mm-hmm. gets calls all the time, has all the money, decides who's wealthy, who's not. So I've watched multiple videos about this cult and, um, you know, they interview people that have escaped the cult. Um, a common theme is that unless you have a brother who escapes, most women end up staying just because the men are usually the first to get out, and so it's easier to follow a man out than for women to just join up. Do it men. on their own. Yeah. Yeah, because you need a support system. Absolutely, and they'll be able to help because the yeah, men are Yeah, you don't want to feel like you're to, alone. Well, and the men are allowed to have skills yeah. where women are just homemakers, basically, yep. Yep. or bodies to uh-huh. grow babies. Most of the women who leave often miss the community or having the sister wives, which... <sighs> I mean, can you imagine, though, because you're forced to have all of these sister wives that are basically, like, your circle of people that I mean, I guess, help but you raise your children. In my head, I'm thinking alone. about you boning my husband, and I was not taught to share very well. And I don't yeah, like to share my shit. They're taught to, be sh- they're taught to share forever because I don't like that. they're born into it. I don't like it. I, I mean, I agree. I, you couldn't. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> um... When the wife is planning on leaving and she's added for that, the cult will kidnap the children and relocate them to a different colony in another state. That would be the one, like, as a parent, that would be the, that would be what holds me there. Absolutely. my kids. Yeah. Um, there was a woman who her son was taken away for five years and she stayed till she got him back. And by the time... I think whenever she got him back, he was 18, so he was able to make the decision to stay. And so um, they have no contact. That has to suck. Mm -hmm. Um, In the heavily populated areas where members are located, the men often work for local law enforcement to help scoot under the radar. That's not shocking. So it's just 24-hour corruption. Yeah. Um, The children were also not allowed to have toys. Um, They were raised to work. And, you know, like, have your own gender roles. Nice. Yeah. Um, most members live in poverty. Um, the money that is made is forced to be tithed. Like, oh, at yeah. a really high rate. More than the standard, you know, 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just keeps them broke, and they are working for the cause. Yeah. Um, there are only a select few members who are allowed to live the lavish lifestyles, and those are the ones that are Picked. part of the hierarchy. Yep. So, yeah. I mean... It's kind of sad. It's very sad. Yeah. It is very sad. And the fact that it's just, I, I can understand the small cults because, you know, you can get a group of like 20 people to believe your purpose, but whenever it's something that you're consistently born into and you, I mean, in order to leave, you have to leave your family, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're just kind of beaten down and told this is how it is. Yep. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't understand the cult because I myself, um, <laughs> given the right person's talking to me, oh, I can easily be convinced like, oh, yes, I will go live on your commune and eat tr- chicken and salads for the rest <laughs> of my life. But, um, no, like, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. But I'm very easily convinced, I think. Oh, me too. Like, sort of. any conspiracy theory, if you can give me enough. Oh, yeah. Enough, uh, not even evidence, but enough, um, coincidences. Doubt, uh-huh. Or doubt in your mind, and you're like, oh, oh that's God. a good, like, that's yeah. a good valid point. Never thought about that. Yeah. yeah easily convinced. But then also you have things like this happen where I'm like, fuck no, man. This is why my mom thinks that I am a, uh, extreme right wing conservative because i'll get i'll be like fixated on these and i'm like did you see this and she's like boring no and i'm like mm, you are but it's because your mind is an extreme thing oh absolutely yeah, when you believe in something in you believe in something to the death of it yeah, there's no wavering your mind <laughs> no until six months later when that thing like fails or whatever yeah. or you find out something else and then you're like yeah I, I don't believe that anymore and i'm like i fucking told you lauren i told you just like yeah. the dry shampoo you remember oh, that you oh. were like i'm never using bautista again yeah well and, and here you are i got burnt down to the point where i was like mm-hmm. yeah i guess those carcinogens are gonna be what it is yep yep yeah. but you were so extreme on really it but was. that's just the way your brain's wired i know I get that way. <laughs> it happens. It, I hate it about myself. It's okay. I find it. I, find I try it to I play the uh, devil's advocate. Yeah, you do. Sometimes it pisses me off. I I'm know like, it does. I'm like, I could tell. I don't want to. I could tell in your voice. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to back <laughs> off. <laughs> Sometimes I just need the comfort. Off. Because Seth is also the. Uh, Extremist? No, he's also the person that's like. Yeah, you don't need to be upset about this. And I'm like, but I'm mad. Oh, yeah. And when you used to post shit on Facebook about oh, yeah. politics all the time, I'd be like, Lord, you would show me something and you'd be like, I'm going to comment on this. I'm like, but why? <laughs> it's not getting you anywhere. You're not gaining any ground. I know. Just let it go. No, I've got to post about it. And I know Seth was on the other side like, Lorraine. Literally. Put the phone down. Yeah. Put it now in your sock drawer. Now I have deleted everything political off of my Facebook. Yep. Because yep, all it does is it just raises that heart rate. Well, and then eventually I'll, uh, I have changed. So. That's, uh, that has been years ago. Yeah, it's been years ago. It has been years ago. Um, so I wanted to share that I created a TikTok. Oh yeah, you did. A TikToky account for whispers in the, da- in the, in the, in the basement, basement, in the basement. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was that or the boosted post that I put on Instagram, but we gained a lot of followers over the weekend. Ooh. Um, yeah. So super thankful for that. One of them, a couple of them actually have their own podcasts. Oh, nice. Um, and so I subscribed to them. I can give you the names. Oh yeah. Please do. I'll, pr- I'll try to write them down and then drop them in the next episode. Um, but one gentleman I've been talking to back and forth about, um, an episode that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, later on. And he's, he like sent me pictures cause they kind of covered the same thing. And so it's just been really cool talking to people that are freshly getting started kind of like us. Yeah. Um, and just being supportive of each other, so. Dang, that's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I get really excited when I look at my phone, and it's like, you gained a new follower. And then I'm like, what? Right. Because uh, yeah. for the longest time, my kids made fun of me that I followed more people than what followed us. I don't feel like that's embarrassing, but maybe to, <laughs> maybe to uh, I guess. whatever generation they yeah. are. 
Gage was like, Mom, you're following 74 people and only 34 are following you. I I cannot imagine. I can't imagine only following 34 people. (laughs) Listen, I'm, I'm like trying here. Absolutely. Yeah. You're putting yourself out there, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Ashley's running all of our social media and not me. Uh, cause I don't have the time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So it's me that you get when you get a response. We also have an email address and I did tell one of the guys had commented or, or sent me a message and was like, yeah, I'm on episode three. You guys have a really good, uh, chemistry. I'm loving it. And I told him, I said, if you have something that you want covered, definitely let me know. We have an email address. It's, uh, whispers underscore in underscore the underscore basement <laughs> at outlook.com so if you have any like creepy conspiracy pop culture cool. weird stuff that you want covered yeah. at some point we i mean drop us some you know suggestions and we'll dive into them at some point so yeah. or you could just email us and tell us we're really awesome or you could leave comments yeah you like, could comment on our uh youtube or our Instagram or our Tiki Talk. Yeah, follow us on Spotify. But yeah, just whatever, you know. Interact. I like interacting with people. I think it's fun. Yes. So awesome. Live the next one. I think I know what I might possibly cover. I don't know. Uh-huh. I got a couple of things rolling around in my head, so cool. Can't wait. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to tell everybody how you hurt yourself this week? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So, to finish this out, I guess, (laughs) um, I have an extremely funny story. Not that any of you give a shit, but I'm just going to tell you anyways. I almost, I'm, (laughs) I almost broke something this weekend on my body. So, I was like, uh, I had these booty, (laughs) these feet booty wrap mask things on and I was well and you can walk in them if you put your socks on the outside which I was I did that and I was getting ready to go down the basement stairs to put a load of laundry in and happened to step on the stair incorrectly Mm -hmm. which resulted in me literally going from almost top of the staircase to the bottom of the staircase and I smashed my elbow so hard I'm lucky I didn't break it landed on my tailbone I've jammed two fingers. I did something to one of my toes. And when I landed, my husband was behind me and it was just dead silent. And then he he was checking to see if she was alive. Yeah. He said, are you okay? (laughs) And the only thing I could do at that point was laugh. It was either (laughs) laugh or cry. Absolutely. And I just started laughing and I was like, I'm not really sure, but I'm almost a hundred percent positive that from the front side, the look on my face was probably iconic as I was like, Oh, I'm sure about to die going down the stairs. Um, yeah. And then I told him, I said, you know, if I had broken something and we went to the emergency room, I don't think anybody would have believed that I, I fell down the stairs. Trying to moisturize your feet. Try again, back to the hydration and the moisturizing. That's, (laughs) I was trying to get a jump start on it and it fucked my life up that night. So my body's very sore right now, but I'm here. And you're thriving. And we're thriving. It's almost Christmas. Yes. So, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up today's episode. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Patreon, and Podbean. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube and hit that notification bell so you can get an alert every time an episode drops. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime... 
Stay strange, my friends.